got Ferreira at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Welcome back to the Houston Dynapod, uh, season three, episode, I don't know, 11. Following something. up, yeah. is it something? Is it, what is it? Do we we got to keep track of this. <laughs> we don't let, ever... me, let, me, let me check. Yeah, we'll check at the same time. It's a race. We'll see who wins, me or Joey. Probably Joey because he's fit. Joey, how much are you down now? Uh, 170s now. You're in the 170s? Yeah. How tall are you? It's 5'8". Oh, Joey, we're going to look equally sexy. When you come out here in September, yeah, down from well, I was about three hundred last year. So, like, is it safe to say that we are the sexiest podcasters that Houston has? I think so. Right, I I believe so. Yeah, we are the se- you're listening to the sexiest podcast in Houston, starring me, Felicio Finn, and uh, if I'm Felicio Finn, who are you? Handjob Joey. Let's go with that. All right, HJJ, I like your initials. I'm just F squared and HJJ. Uh, Housekeeping first, make sure you like, share, rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. Thank you to all the new listeners. Joe, it's still popping. It's lovely. Colin said his is blowing up too, so it's really fun, really nice. Nice. How, uh, hey, it's April 17th. How have you been? Yeah, pretty good for being April 17th. How's, uh, how's your day? How's my day? Uh, boring, you know. Oh man! Usual day. I finally watched the game today. Uh, it was it was it was the worst. Was it the worst second to worst game we've played this year? I would say it's definitely better than It's better than Cincy. It's better than New England. I'd say it's better than San Jose. So okay, so the okay, so we weren't that bad. No, this is episode eleven. You're right. Oh yes, I'm right. So Joey, is is today special for anybody in your life? Hmm. Potentially. Hmm. Who? Who would you say? Maybe my favorite podcaster. No way, Sean Ringrose. What's going on with Sean? <laughs> oh, I wasn't talking about Sean. I was talking about Rudy. Oh, Rudy. <laughs> All right, would... <laughs> Joey. On the on the preview episode with. Uh, the Red Bulls guy, right? Yeah. You guys had you talked about if you wanted to go longer or shorter. And he says, you said, I like going long. He says, I like going long too. And then you said, hash, I quote, longer is better. <laughs> I started. Dude, I, I, I caught that when we were recording it too. Dude, if I'd have heard that before I named the episode, the episode would have been named longer is better. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. This one's going to be named longer is better. That's too good. If you didn't listen to Joey's, I don't remember where it was, man. I was rolling. I was like, I know he knows what he just said. It's wonderful. <laughs> but anyway, let's let's get back to this day. So, Joey, what what is today? Today is uh, Finn's birthday. It is, and it's been fucking awful. It, it's been like this has been the worst birthday that I can remember. I don't remember. I don't really remember any of them, to be honest. But this one's not good, dude. Like I found out this morning there was a job I applied for that I really wanted that I did not get. 
because my current employer, ready for this? They don't, they like to make sure their retention rates are not too low. That's unofficially what I was told. <laughs> Our retention rates have to be at a certain number or else it looks bad on my supervisor. So I am now apparently stuck for another fucking year. There you go. And dude, have you ever gone to an urgent care? Um, not since I was like a kid, so do not. Don't do it. I went to an urgent care. Okay, so fun fact. About two months ago, Joe, I don't know if I told you this. Is it two months ago? It's been a while, man. About three months ago, okay? I had an evening of fun. And that evening of fun ended up with me having a very special gift that I've never had before. Because of this gift, I had to go to the doctor. I went to the urgent care, covered under my insurance and everything. And today, three months later, I got the bill. Joey, do you know how much it was for a blood test? 45 minutes in a room in an urgent care and a shot in the ass? Oh, it's definitely insane. 3000 fucking dollars. Jeez. I mean, I know we're in a bit of a recession and inflation's up there, but dude, they charged me. You ready for this? I had them line by line explain it. These motherfuckers charged me $200 for a needle. A needle. Oh, they, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, they go, your IV. I said, I didn't have an IV. They go, oh, the, the housing that the needle goes. And I said... 200 bucks for a needle? Like if I'm being shot up with a needle and it's $200, there needs to be like heroin and platinum in there together, mixed together. It's ridiculous. But yeah, dude, I'm, I'm they're not listening, but I'm not going to pay it. Fuck y'all. I'm going to pay the minimum until I get my car and my house. Then I'm not paying y'all a fucking dime. Dude, it's the reason I, I still haven't even gotten like my back checked out fully yet. Well, I mean, I could have waited longer and went to a clinic, but dude, I wanted to make sure like it got taken care of. I didn't want it like getting worse but it's gone if you're wondering finn do you still got it no i don't it's been gone for months now but uh how aside from that how 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 was your week dude it was pretty good i mean i went to on saturday i skipped out in the dynamo i went out to the new mexico united home opener right on it was it was a pretty bad game as well but i mean the fans are great there. I mean, they they pull they pull a really good crowd. I would think it was about it was twelve thousand out of about thirteen thousand capacity. So they Damn. almost sold out the whole place. Supporter yeah. section was rocking. You know where the supporter section was not rocking? Red Bull Arena, Harrison, New Jersey, baby. And we'll talk about that. So do twelve out of thirteen thousand? Yeah, I, yeah, I they, think they, they pack out that place. You might want to look into like a the New Mexico United podcast with Joey Stats. Branch it I out. Think, I don't think there is any New Mexico United podcast. I well, think I would have I would, I would I would have a little bit of a monopoly if I started that. That's that's what you want. Competition's bad. Ask uh, Carnegie and Mellon and all those guys from back in the day. Rockefeller competition was bad. But uh, there'd also yeah, be so, a very limited ceiling on a, how many people would listen to that though. Shit, if you got twelve thousand that are showing up, like I looked for because we're playing the Rowdies in the Open Cup. I looked for anybody that does a podcast with them. Zero. And they're a, they've been around for a minute. Yeah. yeah. I think New Mexico, they, I don't know if they still do, but they did lead the league in average attendance for a while. That's cool, man. That's cool. So, yeah, dude, like you, I'm now locked out of Twitter. Twitter has told me that there was suspicious activity from a user or app not associated with Twitter, and now they have locked my account, and they will not give me access back. And the responses are so so awful here's here's an example 
we believe your account may be compromised by a user or service not associated with Twitter. And the next one is your case is closed. We found out that you got you, your account has been compromised. You cannot get into Twitter. So Twitter fucking blows. I'm I'm like over it. And did I miss anything on Twitter today? Aside from that last thing. Oh yeah, just Seb's talk like usual. I don't just sell him. Get rid of him. Where are you? Are you still even like? Do you want to talk about him? I I, I really don't care. Yeah, he's I mean, just just move on from him. Let's get someone else and get another DP spot open. Yeah, we got ten points in seven matches. We're sitting in seventh. You know, we're, we're it's not a big cushion, but we're ahead. Without him, we're not scoring. Yeah, but we got ten points through seven matches. So we're, we're about we're on pace for playoffs right now with the points per game. We're there. But yeah, until he comes back and plays and and does something to win my heart back and heart of Joey. I think he's uh he's locked out of Twitter. So Joe, my man, did you ever think in a million years that on April 17th, 2020, 2023, we would be discussing how negatively impactful the injury to Tate Schmidt was? Dude, I, I, I really didn't think so. I thought when he was playing with Frozen preseason, I thought we he we weren't even gonna sign him. And then and here we are. Here he's we are our starter. And he, now he's out for a year. Out for the year. There, they, well, what was it? Olsen said there's a slight chance he comes back, but very slight chance. He ain't coming back, guys. He ain't coming back. Did you, we get it cleared up? Was it a tear? Did he have surgery? ACL and I think MCL, and they're about to get a surgery. Oh, he's fucking done. He's done. That's great. You know, I I didn't go back and watch it because I don't want to, but. That was a shitty foul. And then there was a foul first and the standing over. Looking back, because I'm a homer, I would I would have red carded ACPO. Uh, uh, I don't I just don't think it's enough for a red card. I do now, now that he tore his ACL and MCO. In real time I didn't, but the doctor changed my mind. Fair enough. So hey, are we signing anybody back there, Joey? What are we doing? We're we just gonna roll with Franco Escobar and hope Brad Smith gets healthy. No, we hit up the waivers. Shit, who we hit we up that at? waiver wire? Who Chase we Gaspar. At? The friendly ghost, huh? Yeah. Dude, he's a good player. What uh what can you tell me about old Chase? So he got drafted in twenty nineteen in the first round of Minnesota. And you know, he was a solid player for them for a while. Like a, a good while. I mean let's look at his let's look at twenty nineteen in that season. He had 3.4 progressive carries a game, 2.78 tackles a game, 3.3 clearances. Those are those are some of the highest percentiles of stats at left backs in the league in that season. Does he have a receding hairline? He, he potentially does. I think he does. What is he, 25? 27? 27. 27. You know, he had another, another phenomenal year in 2020 as well. You know, one of the highest in blocks per game. Why Why are the Galaxy waving him? Because they, they are not exactly lighting the world on fire. So, he did have an issue where he went into recovery for believe, some sort of substance abuse. Oh, Jesus. I like, him, I like him already. I like him more. So, that's yeah, it. He was, he was something, it's false. something around along that lines. I don't know the exact details. Well, you know what? 
people deserve second chances. Oh, definitely. And uh, if you're going to judge him based on him having the responsibility to go and get help and get treatment. This, besides, is, this was before the Galaxy. This was when he was still in Minnesota. This is why he barely played in, I believe, 2021. He barely played. Well, I forgive him. Yeah. And then, so he got a big trade to the Galaxy. They spent a pretty good amount of jam on him. Is it 450? Yeah. Yeah. I did my research. And and then he didn't he didn't really play for them. He had some injury some injuries last year. I mean he wasn't bad when he played. His numbers aren't bad at all. No. They are he's, not. He's still a very good player. He's still one of the highest in passes progressive passes per ninety for left backs. Yeah, I mean, I mean his, his blocks and interceptions are down a ton, but what is it what do his crossing stats look like? Uh they're they're not great. Okay, so we have another defensive guy in there. Yeah, he's a little more defensive guy, which is fine because if we're uh, we can, well, I don't think he comes in and plays. What do you think, motherfucker? But yeah, you know, again, happy birthday to me. The computer just crashed, but luckily we've saved the recording and we now know where we were. Uh, yeah, Gasper seems like he's the defensive guy, but we're. So now we're going to, what, run everything down the right? What do you think, Joe? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think Gasper is primarily just defensive. I think he could play offensively as well. I mean, he looks he's he's kind of falls in line with Lungfist, where he's a good uh, passer for a left back. Yeah. So I think that is definitely an element to the game we could take advantage of. But yeah, I mean, if we run things down the right, we still have Escobar who could get forward. You could always play Dorsey out there. I don't think they have much interest in playing him right back, but it's an option. Yeah. You Still, think... Smith should be back soon, so. He should. He's questionable now in the report. Yep. Uh, are there any breaks coming up for MLS, or we just roll through this? I don't think so. All right. We have, we have Miami, then LA, and then Dallas, I think. We got Tampa in between Miami and LA, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I went and looked at a little bit of his stuff. I started trying to make highlight reels. That's why the computer keeps crashing. I'm trying to work in Premiere Pro and Zoom at the same time, and it's not working, but there will be a, a Chase Gasper highlight reel. It's not very long. And as Joey would tell you, what's better, Joey? Shorter, long? Long. Longer is better. That's right. Uh, what we got next? What comes after Chase, man? What are we talking about? Because I can't see any topics. I lost everything. Oh, you lost everything? Everything's gone. I think it's gone me. for me, too. No way. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, here we go. Should be in the chat. Did you find him? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was about Escobar. So, yeah. We were just okay. talking about him. Well, uh, you said he had a good game, huh? I thought he was phenomenal again. How much fun was that watching him and Kyle Duncan? It was good. It was really good. Kyle, I mean, I said it in the episode myself, I'm not the biggest Kyle Duncan fan. I thought he played a pretty good game as well. Yeah, no, he was definitely a threat on that side. And uh, I thought that Franco Escobar was going to get up with a red card, two yellows. As much as they were going back and forth, ma'am. Yeah, it definitely could have happened. Yeah, but... uh, He was... Escobar was just great. Seven tackles. Completed 100% of them. He had a block in there, too. It was good. His block was down on the uh, 
right corner, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now I was pleased with him. And dude, he looks like a footballer. Like you look at him, you're like, that guy can kick a ball. Yeah. Yeah, he's really he's really bringing it back from the old days. I mean, he isn't last year he wasn't that great with LAFC, but you know, he's looking like the Atlanta version of himself. Yeah, and I mean hopefully that's what happens with Chase is we get the Minnesota version, not the uh the LA version. Because a lot of these guys like Schmidt, Schmidt was thrown on the the goodwill pile. We picked him up, came in and he he did a job. Uh you look at Steris, reborn, Bartlow playing like we've never seen him play, teenage playing better. Everybody's playing better. Where do you attribute that to? Ben Olsen. Big Ben. I was talking about teenage. I think teenage is getting a little disrespected by people now. What do you do? What happened? What did I miss? I just don't think he's getting the praise he deserves. I think teenage so far has been one of the best center backs in MLS this season. I would I would disagree. One of the best, I would say there's how many? Twenty nine teams? Yeah. I'd put him top half of twenty nine because each team has their best center back. I'd put him top half. I don't I still don't think he's a DP, but that's just me. I, th- I think he is. How come? Well, I mean, when you look at a left footed athletic center back, that's that's just a rare thing in the sport in general. Especially if you want it at a high level. So, I mean, when you do find one, you're going to have to pay a premium for it. That's just how it is. And on top of that, he's just he's just insanely good. One of the highest pass percentages of center backs. He, he's leading the league in blocks now per 90. Shit. Okay, well, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, look look at the way look at the way our defense is playing. In possession, with like defending their possession, we are so good. And we still get caught a little bit in transition moments. But when we're in our lower block, oh my god, we're looking possible to break down right now. It's it's difficult. I mean they managed to do it in the ninetieth minute by crowding the box and uh who put that header in? It's a big boy, wasn't it? Oh, Amir Fernandez. He went over was it did he go over Ethan? If I remember correctly. I think it was Escobar. Ah, one of one of the guys did a great job. But it is what it is. I mean, some people were like, sad we dropped three points and it's disappointing, but it's you got to start somewhere. So it, it, it is disappointing to concede late, but the, here's the thing is the result is the result, whether they whether they scored their goal in the first half or they scored in the last kick of the game. It's still a 1-1 draw, which away to Red Bull Arena, even though the Red Bulls haven't been amazing this year, is still always a good result. Yeah. Way points in MLS are not easy to get. It's a good result. They were they were pressing the shit out of us all game to very very good success. Yeah, we were bad against the press, man. Anybody that sees that film is gonna see it and go like we need to press these guys. Everyone's bad against the Red Bulls press. That's just what they do. That's their game. Well, and I guess it's offensively that they need to be better because defensively we had three shots, one on target. Yep. I mean, I don't think we've held any team. What's the lowest we've held a team to? Shots? Yeah. New York, New City, York City had four? had one. Had one on target. Okay, so the same amount. We had one on target as well. Man, yeah, it was a, it was a tough one. But teenage, I don't know. A lot of people don't like spending the DP money, but you are right. I'll watch him take the ball out of the wing. He'll go out to the left side. He can handle it. He can make a pass back and make a pass on the line. He is, he's multi-talented. It's, it's such a key part to the way we play. Yeah. What's who's more important? Well, that's a stupid question. 
Would you say he's the second most important piece on this team after Herrera? He might. He really might. I, I'm just or a tur. I'm really just trying to imagine a a way we would play without teenage there. Shit, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't know who they. I mean, I guess they would maybe put. Spiachenko. Mikhail wasn't. You know, yeah, Spiachenko. He's he can do it with both feet too. He's yeah. He's, he's ambi-footed. But Spiachenko doesn't have the speed to cover at left back though in those transition plays. No. So it'd be interesting to see what happens out there. And you know, we've talked about it with Sviachenko at some point coming into this team. And we have we have a left back issue. Teenage can play it. I don't think we have a left back issue anymore. Well, right now. I mean, right now we do. Because we have a right back I, playing. I don't even back. think so. I just I don't like seeing wrong footed players over there. It, it drives me crazy. See, it would drive me crazy if he wasn't playing well, but he's been Lights out. Yeah. And Steris, just... Steris looks like looks like the star like a starter at right back. So Yo, Steris just puts his arms out and gets big as fuck and it's like try and pass me. Yeah, you can't. You can't, bro. He's, you can't. He he's been phenomenal. So I, I would say the second most important part on this team is Coco. And you brought him up and wanted to talk about him. About he was good and bad. I thought I mean he scored. Right, but he had to do it from six feet away. Otherwise, he would have put it over the crossbar. Is that his first goal? This season? Yeah. Career-wise, what has he got? Three, four? He had, he had a few last year. I thought that was good for his confidence, and I thought he played okay. I thought he was the only midfielder. Caicedo couldn't do it. The only midfielder that could make the first guy miss. Yeah, probably. I mean... <laughs> He, the, the thing with Coco is he's just been so bad in the final third this season. Yeah. His balls are too long. His decision-making sucks. I mean, well, he, he's a good player because he, he covers so much ground. He's constantly moving. He's always an option. He, he He's good. But, I mean, he, he's also great at carrying the ball in transition. And once he carries the ball in transition, I feel like at the end of it, he makes the wrong pass every time. Yeah, I mean, and Coco in this case, longer is not always better. Yeah, there was there was one situation that they were they were running up. He starts carrying the ball in the transition, and Reigns makes a really good overlapping run where he could have played it out to him and then squared it in for a fairly easy goal. To whether I think it was Baird. Yeah, and Coco just stopped, hesitated, and took a shot and shot it right over the bar. Like and stuff like that. That's really frustrating with his game. Coco's probably got a burner on Reddit and he badmouths Baird. Maybe. He puts the passes long so Corey can't get to him so he can talk shit later. He's just he, he's he's good, but he's not the man. Dude, can we talk about how tough Corey Baird is real quick? I know it's not on our list, but he busted his mouth last game and the game before he had a black eye. Yeah, he's a tough guy. A tough little cookie. Let's hopefully he scores some goals. That'd be pretty tough. I, I would be okay with double digit assists or seven. I'd be okay with a few goals and a shitload of assists. It's not, it's not looking likely. No. It's not, well, Bossy should hit double. But after that, I don't know who even comes close. Who, uh, Nobody. What, what do we got next? Joey's running the show now, guys. My computer crashed. <laughs> He's All refusing right. to send me the topics. He, sent me, he said this is the Joe Chabala show. Motherfucker. <laughs> All right, we got Steve Clark. Oh, Dude, you go first because I'm getting hard thinking about how good he was. 
dude, he was he was good. That was that was that might have that might have been his best game he's played for us. Have you seen a better performance in goal from any Dynamo keeper after that one? Because I can't think of one that was that ever. Good. Yeah, since you've watched his team, like I, I really oh, cannot. Dude, that there's Onstead's had some phenomenal ones. Tally Hall's had some really good. Oh, Tyler Derrick. Let's talk about Tyler Derrick. Tyler Derrick. I want to say in 2015, who did we play? Orlando. It was it was it was, it was first time playing against us. That was my probably the best goalkeeping performance I've ever seen from a Dynamo player. And I mean the whole that whole run in 2017 where Tyler Derrick was just unbeatable for that month. He won Player of the Month. He had like three or four incredible games. Steve Clark gave me uh, Tim Howard vibes. But that was probably that was that was definitely the best one we've seen from a Dynamo goalkeeper in quite some time. It's been a while, dude. It was some of those saves. I was like, man, that that was a good save, and his distribution was good. He almost had an assist. He released the ball to Franco, who tapped it over to Coco. Yeah, yeah. He almost had. Uh, I think there was another long ball that he put down. Yeah, he his distribution, man. He's he's been reborn again. I don't know what they're giving him but keep feeding it to him. Give it to everybody. Give it to Corey too. I mean, Corey will start scoring. Maybe. Probably not. But yeah, I had him as my man of the match. What about you? Oh yeah. Same here. God, it was Easy. so good. Every, and you know, social media was just blowing up with so much praise for him. And it's great. Cause he was so bad in the first two games in that last preseason game. Oh, he was horrible. Uh, but I was I mean, getting worried. And uh, he's found it. Apparently he's, he's refound. He's found his form at 37. He's figured it out. But yeah, I don't. I mean, do you think he sticks around for another year, or do you think it depends on how he performs? It it probably just depends on how he performs. Do we have an option on him right now? Yeah, is it a, a one or two year option? Okay, I'd imagine it's a one, but he could play forever. Kaylor Navas still plays at the highest level. How old is he? Same age, I want to say. Dude, he was killer this last week. And then, uh. Who's the other one? Buffoon? Buffon? What is he, 45? He is also very old. Uh, I think he's the oldest player he's in 45. the world. I think he's the oldest professional in the world right now. Like pro-pro. No, there's a guy in Japan in his 50s playing. That doesn't count. He's probably the prime minister of whatever team he's playing for. <laughs> Buffon's, where's Buffon? Is he still in Italy, Syria? He's in Serie B. Oh, well, that doesn't really count either. Either way, better than me. Better than me. So uh, we skipped this. So Red Bull Arena, uh, they listed about 12,000 in attendance. I, I thought it was more like eight. It, there's not a lot of folks there. Same. So that's like as much as the New Mexico got. You probably had more. I'm not going to lie. You uh, and I did I did double check on that. They they did lead last season in attendance and the season before. So what do you think about what the Red Bull supporters did when they organized the walkout? Do you think like this does fall on the fans to encourage ownership to take appropriate act, more appropriate actions, or do you think ownership has rules they follow and that's the way it should be? Uh, I mean, I think the whole thing was stupid. Well, obviously. I don't really think that I don't really think that shows much of anything. Buy tickets and then just leave. That's that doesn't do anything. Because I mean, they still bought the tickets. Yeah, they're still feeding the team money. Yeah, I think that's stupid. I don't. I don't even see anything wrong with the way the league handled that either. I mean, six games. What was it to a Bobasi? Did he call Bobasi a name? 
Um, yeah. Was it was it the the N word? That's what's speculated. No, no one knows. There's a lot of variations of uh, racial slurs. Yeah. Who the hell? Who the hell knows what he actually said? But six games is fine. Now, yeah. I'm just you know if you want to really make a statement, a don't renew your season tickets. B uh, change your bank account that they auto draft on because if they don't cancel my tickets next year like I ask them to, I might keep them though. I think I'm gonna keep them. Change your bank account info. Cancel your auto pay. Stop buying their shit and stop watching on TV. Yeah. Because they went to the parking lot and the chance. Like, that doesn't do any good, I don't think. No, it does nothing. Yet. I don't, I, people, and I don't understand why they think the league needs to suspend them more games. I mean, six games is plenty. Didn't Deshaun, Deshaun Watson got like a, a two, almost two years? Yeah, for, that was uh, ridiculous. And it was for, uh, was it they settled out of court? I believe it was. He was never actually found guilty. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. And we've talked about this before. There's a difference between being guilty and innocent. Like there's a there's a legal wrong and a moral wrong. Yeah. But how do you? I don't know how you police morals aside from walking out and taking your drums with you and going home. Yeah. I don't know. I I I think the people that are just constantly hating on Vinzier are a little. Out of line too, in my opinion. What is he Dutch? Belgium. I think. Well, I'm not defending what he did, but I think if you aren't willing to give someone the path to redemption, then you're in a way just as hateful as him. Yeah, and I never knew that New York had such strong hatred. Excuse me, New Jersey, our home state, Joe. I never knew this. Oh, I knew that <laughs> our home state hates Belgians. I never knew it. I, I love their waffles. I like they, hate, they hate. They hate it, but everyone. They're the ones that they got put on social media for doing a. Uh, remember the George Floyd stuff? They did a reenactment, like a like. Did they? Yes, they did. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Like it was a bunch of rednecks from the Piney Woods out there with their trucks and and shit. It was. It was bad. It was a bad look South for our Jersey home. people. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm from South Jersey, but I will tell you, I don't understand how some of me and my friends grew up in the same place. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing that? See, I'm, I'm I'm North Jersey, so. Is there a Central Jersey? Let's. Is there a it. Central Jersey? No. No. North and South, boys. What's the cutoff? What's the? Cu- Would you say north of like uh, Point Pleasant, Asbury Park? I would. Yeah, that that's that's probably a pretty good pretty good point to say. Right on. I would say I would say like above like Ocean County, like when you get to like Monmouth and like Middlesex, I think that's like where you get into North Jersey. Okay, that's where my my uh, rest of my family's from. Yeah, like Burlington and Ocean. That's that's more south. Yeah, good old Jersey. But uh, all right, I, so, I, I was north north. So I was in Morris, so way up there. Well, Joey, I'm sorry that I had to, I had trees to go play with, and you had hypodermic needles. Yeah. But uh, let's see, man, we've talked about a lot already. So, hey, who's better, Herrera or Caicedo? God. And when it comes to straight up tackling someone, Caicedo, but I mean, Caicedo is very one dimensional. He's just. He doesn't really add much to the game other than just a decent tackler. Is he an upgrade over a guy like Seren and Vetta? Jury's out on that one. We haven't really seen enough from him. So I would say, based on what I've seen now, I would take him over Seren 
but I would still take Vera over Caicedo. I just thought he was so That's slow fair. with the ball. Vera, Vera is definitely more mobile. Yeah, and Vera, Vera has that ability to drive with the ball in transition. He makes good passes. Vera was a very underrated passer. Where did he go? He's in Argentina. All right, good. Stay there. With his Austin jersey. Yeah, man, I wasn't. I know Caicedo is a, a depth piece, and I, I'm I'm hoping in the Open Cup matches we get to see him and all the other guys that don't play. That's one of our listener questions. But man, we looked so much different without Herrera. We looked, we looked about how I thought we'd look. I said we looked like a uh, a high low table team, like an eleventh place team. What did you think? Oh, I think we got awful. I mean, it's kind of what I was expected. I mean, Herrera's the best player on the team by a country mile. Take him away, especially in a key position like, like a center midfielder. It's going to change everything. I mean, you replace him with a guy who's very one-dimensional like Caicedo. Now it's put, going to change the look of the team. And you put a little more onus on Coco, and as we've discussed, his final third decision-making is not a... His final third decision making is about as bad as my Saturday night decision making. Yeah. Needs a lot to be desired. And it definitely lowers the effect of Bossy too. Yeah, he was uh he was pretty non existent. Yeah, he was he was poor. Dude, you know what? A lot of our offensive players were non existent. We we were in our own third for most of the match. Yeah, for sure. I mean that's what the rebels do to you. That's, Steven just countered it. It's like fine. We're gonna go five, four, one. Let's see what you do. But uh, so I guess uh, Curly, Curly got on the score sheet with an assist to uh, to Coco. Yeah, for the first time, it's the first goal contribution. I'm happy for him, but I'm also sad because now I know people are gonna be like, "Well, now he's got as many assists as Baird. Now Baird's <laughs> got to find the bench. Got to bench Corey. You can have both, right? Because I mean, I think now after seeing Brooklyn up top. Like you said earlier, up top twice. It's safe to say Yvonne Franco is a better winger than Brooklyn Reigns, yeah? Oh, definitely, 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 definitely. Reigns looks lost out there, but I mean, in a way, I kind of feel bad for him because they they do not pass him the ball. They don't trust him. It's got to be what yeah. it is. He just kind of is out there. He, you know, the teams don't even really pay him any attention. They they're, they're letting him open. Getting making those overlapping runs and just no one hits him. He seems to be a bit slow with releasing the ball too. Like he that's, takes a, that's also a, that's an age thing. Yeah, he'll be fine. I, I he'll get used fine. to the speed of the game, the higher level. Yeah, it's it's much quicker. But you know what? Those open, we make a good open cup run. We get some of these guys' experience. We get some good runouts against Dinodos and some quality MLX next pro teams, and and we should be all right. Should be okay. So now is uh. Is Franco now better than Baird? Better than Baird? Better than Baird. I mean, they're kind of the same. Really? Yeah. I mean, they're both kind of wingers that, that play hard, but, you know, neither of them are really end product guys at this point. So, My favorite thing about Franco is watching his hair bob all over the place as he runs. I don't know how, so beautiful. I don't know how he sees. It's got to get in his eyes. Has to. Like, oh, ask Hullet. Who? Hullet? Rude Hullet. Well, if Ivan Franco can be one half the player of Rude Hullet, we're winning the MLS, uh, we're winning the league every year. Yeah. 
every year. I would agree year. with that. Yeah, I don't know how he does it with the hair. Because everybody else, Bartlow, headband, Dorsey, headband. Co- uh, Franco, Coco, headband, right? Coco keeps the locks up. Sometimes, yeah. It's Froco. And then Ivan's just like, I'm going to let it hang. He better not bring the dreads back. Coco? No. Yeah, that was that was horrific. It was cornrows. Wasn't it cornrows? No, oh, cornrows. Oh, yeah, so cornrows. bad. <laughs> that was, that I don't was... know I said dreads. Yeah, that, was, that was disgusting. There's a guy that plays for Argentina, and he has those cornrows. He's international. I can't remember his name, but he's he looks like he's Caucasian. He's very pale. And he has like brown hair and he wears those cornrows. And I remember seeing those thinking, that's the stupidest thing you could do. Like, how do you not know it looks bad? Then Coco goes and done it. I was like, man. But it was only a game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was one game last year. I'm trying to think, who are you talking about in Argentina? <sighs> no, Uruguay. He's from Uruguay. Uruguay? Not Argentina. Uh... He's Uruguay. And he played with uh, Suarez and Cavani and them. I can't Oh, remember. so he's like an older player? No, he's actually the younger. So Cavani and Suarez... You know, they were still the last two World Cups, but he was in the 2018 one for sure. 2022, I don't know. I'd have to go pull the roster. I can do that after we wrap this bad boy up. So uh, let's see, man. We've covered just about everything. I got a new tattoo. Oh, yeah? What'd you I get? Did. I got Ben Olsen. I got Ben Olsen's face on my heart. And it's it's not a, it's not a flattering picture because that seems to be the way we take photos of Big Ben. It's like, let's guys get him when his most vulnerable, when his mouth's hanging is it, open. Is that one where he was reacting to that uh, that miss? With the hands on the head? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that one. That's the one. I hope he likes it. I'm going to I'm gonna go shirtless at the next match I attend. Won't be there this weekend either. Yeah, why not? My damn kids, man. There's too many of them. Too many. But the good news I is... I won't be there either. Dude, I'll tell you this. There have been years where I, I gave tickets away, right? This year... Mm-hmm. I listed them and they sold in like 20 minutes. There you go. So this year looks to be a little bit better attendance wise as well. Like we're getting people back into it. Yeah, we need to get some we need to get some more road support too. I saw there was a few fans at the Red Bulls game. There was. So uh, hey, oh go ahead. Sam, I'll be at LAFC. If anyone else is going, let me know. Get on camera. Yeah. So man, I, I as you know, I'm locked out of Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't really see anything good that's going on. But uh, what's going on over there? Anything anything interesting? This big debate of the day has been Sebastian Ferreira, as usual. Well, I don't know why we're still debating it, guys. It's, it's, it's week four. Week eight. Comes from comes from the press conference from this week. Oh, elaborate. I'll be quiet. I'll let you do it. So Victor Victor goes and asks Victor arises from the striker. He asks him why Sebastian isn't playing, and Ben. Of course, got a little annoyed and said he's answered the question many times already and didn't elaborate, but just praised Thor and Quarry instead. And I'm going to have to side with Ben on this one because he's answered this question before and they keep asking him. He asked, he answered it pretty clearly after the Austin game. I'll give, uh, I'll give the little plug to BioCity Soccer. Go check on the YouTube channel if you want to watch that. Well, good, Joey. That plug just cost you $5. <laughs> I'm going to send the bill to Rudy. <laughs> so. Dude, I'm with Ben, too. Like, why are we? This is what news people do. They ask the same question over and over and over. And I, I don't know if it's because he doesn't believe him 
or because he wants to get that reaction because that reaction is what gets subscriptions and gets people to click on your stuff. Yeah, I mean, that that, that tweet's got a lot of reactions from Victor. I, I mean, would... ESPN referenced it. Ooh, good for him getting his... He's trolling. See, Victor, trolling is effective. Yeah, well, I mean, they didn't credit him, but... <laughs> And there, and it was in ESPN's power rankings. They said, uh, let, me, "Let me pull it up." Okay, they're it's Adam or a little top end talent away from becoming really dangerous, but it doesn't help that their designated player Sebastian Ferreira continues to sit on the bench. Just don't ask Ben Olsen why he's sick of the question. That's awesome, <laughs> dude. I like Ben more and more every fucking week. Do Ben. Dude, Ben's so funny. Every every press conference, he's got me laughing. He's a funny dude. That's great, man. That's that's I'm that's got to be something that the players also look at. They're like, this guy's cool. I want I want to play for this guy. You know. Oh, I would definitely play for Ben. He's awesome. Now ben, we, me and Joey will come out there. We can't promise a lot of running, but I promise you that I will hit somebody for you. Yeah, I mean, I was I was pretty good left back in middle school. I uh, I'm really good with a baseball bat. So if you need their designated player knocked out, just arm me up. I hit foul. I hit baseballs on it from the sideline. Bung you played you played baseball? Sure did, man. Well, baseball, football, track in high school. One uh one season of baseball in college. Never soccer. Don't you know this, Joey? No, I didn't. I I played soccer. Maybe we need to do like host profiles where we talk about our lives so those are an episode I'm down for Q&A oh, that'd be fun we should set that up ask us anything that'd be great I can't even imagine the questions are you know what as long as bad guy Chris isn't in there <laughs> as I'm saying, not, Chris, Chris is going to ask like 10 of them that's fine I like those questions I like the fun ones that make people uncomfortable so man we got some listener questions yeah, speaking of questions, what's your question? Well, listener, we got the first oh, listener, listener question. All right, Sig from Discord says, "Does Thor deserve the number nine over Inter? Or excuse me, does Thor deserve the number nine versus Inter over Baird after his performance?" Uh, Sig, I'm going to say no. Um, I, I don't see it yet. I don't see his pressing ability being as good as Corey's. Uh, I don't see his offensive ability being as good as Corey's because he was in two spots where he could have had created something and he was out of position. Now, I, I would say no. Would I be mad if I saw him, though? No. But I would want Barrett on the wing. I would want Barrett on the wing because, as you know, Thor could play the wing if needed. And they can, I don't know, how, what do you call that, Joey? They kind of just flip where they flip sides. Yeah. Thor drifts in, Thor drifts wide. You could do stuff like that. But does Thor deserve it? No. Joey, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the contrarian. I'm gonna say yes. Of course. I think. I mean, but Reigns needs to hit the bench. So I say probably put Corey out on the right, and then I think give uh, give Thor a chance. Yeah, I wouldn't. Be, I'd be okay with that. I would. He, he he's played good off the bench last. I mean, I don't know if he played good off the bench the last game, but he's been positive. I'll say that. I'm going to say he, he's been in good positions. He hasn't put anything away. I mean, he was in a good position. He challenged that header that led to the goal that we scored. Yeah. He, uh, so he's making it somewhat of an impact. He, he could have easily had two goals 
the week before. I think you'll see that impactfulness drop when he has to play against guys that are fresh, though. I think you. I will. mean, that's that's definitely a possibility too. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to combine these next two questions because they're similar. Uh, Turtles and Sig ask combined, who should be the starting eleven, and do we prioritize the cup or go for playoffs? When he says starting eleven, he means in the open cup game, and then prioritize cup or playoffs. You want to go first? All right, 11 for the open cup game. Okay. Because what I'm going to say when I go for the starting 11 is everybody that doesn't play normally should be the starting 11. I'm, I'll go I'll go Tarbell and Goal, who was man of the match for Dose this past week. So he's a lock. I'm going to go with Murano at the right back. Let's go Gaspar at left back. And then... Let's go, go Mikhail, right? Mikhail and Bartlow at center back. All right. And our midfield, let's put Casado at the six. And then our eights, let's go. You got Reigns for sure, right? I'll, I'll, I'll say Reigns and Coco. Really? I'd go one Castilla if we could play him. Who else is on the best? Juan Castilla was pretty poor this past week, so. Or, keep going. You can even go. You can even go Auguste over, over Caicedo. I thought Auguste was really, really good this last week. All right, why not? Then on the wings, I'll go Canones, Thor, and then Bronco. Now I'm gonna go Dorsey up the right wing. Of course you are. <laughs> we know he's still listed as a defender. Isn't he? Yeah, he is. I mean, he, he he's 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 a utility dude. His exp- okay. So check this out. Tate Schmidt's expected return mid December. Oh, that's the whole year. Yeah, it's the whole season. He's gone. Fuck. Nah. I mean, I'm trying to think of other like those guys that could be on the cusp. I mean, I mean, if Thor ends up being the starting striker by this next week, we could see we could see Indoy get a chance. Oh, big Papa. Uh, Avila has been completely dreadful, so I I keep him as far. I want to keep him out of the dose lineup at this point. Ship him back to the Austin Bold. Yeah, he he's he's not good. Uh, Evans has been all right. Vanderkust has been pretty meh. I'd like to. You know what? I would like to see him on the left. I'd rather, I'd rather just see Gaspar. Or maybe uh, they could even we'll see how Smith is. Maybe maybe that could be Smith's return. Smith's build back to fitness. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, midfield wise, Castilla. I'm just not impressed with Castilla. Well, Columbia, the Columbia Nationals are. Yeah. So maybe, he yeah. he. I feel like he doesn't have an identity as a player. I feel like, like we don't talk about him enough. He. I feel like he doesn't. Like, like, what is his best role? I think it's not defined yet. He's still working on what that could be. But he's still 18, so, I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world, but... Yeah. No, I wouldn't... Still, he doesn't have a defining trait that when you think of Juan Castillo, like, what is he good at? He doesn't really have an answer right now. I would play all bench and Dynados players. And I would leave my five best players on the bench in case I needed to go turn things around. That's how I'd play it. What do you prioritize? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
you gotta have at least someone, one of the big boys on the in the lineup, or or you could get you could have a flat performance. That's why I said keep Coco in. Well, I think that kind of answers the next question of what are we prioritizing? I'm saying prioritize playoffs. I know Open Cup gets you Champions League, but honestly, there there are plenty of teams that if they wanted to take it seriously when they ran against us, could beat us. Uh, for Open Cup, I just want to play play bench players, play those guys, sprinkling starters while we're playing USL teams. We're playing MLS teams full strength. Let's go for it. All right. Why not? Pro- can we? We can do both. Let's just win the. Let's win the treble. Yeah. Let's have depth. Let's win the shield. The play, the the, the cup, and the. Open I mean, we cup. need forward depth, but I think midfield and defense. Our depth is looking better than past seasons, so why not? And that forward depth could be something you address in the summer window. They know somebody mentioned that they're like, we need a striker now after they announced Gasper. Like, we need a striker. I was thinking, man, actually, you know what? We need a left back. We have three strikers: Thor, kind of Baird, and uh, Sevis. Yeah. So. Okay. Our- I think we don't need a left back anymore now, but I so you going playoffs over cup? Is that what I'm getting? Yeah, it's always playoffs over cup. Okay, yeah, me too. Me too. Joe, are you in the bathroom? I hear running water. No. You got real quiet. You're no, in I'm not in the bathroom. I think you are. There's been a noise from my TV. I got the Islanders game on. Oh. Who's winning? Carolina. Good. Let's go Rangers. Hell no. Was that it? Was that it? That's it, boys. That's it for the question. Oh, no. Here's one. Turtle says, does Reigns belong on the wing? And if not, why is Ben so adamant at playing him? We have other players who can play on the wing. Um, The question is, does Reigns belong on the wing? I'm going to say no. And Turtles, when you say Quinones can play on the wing, I'm not sure that he can. <laughs> not at this Not at this level. He's not, He's been shitty. The whole every time we've seen him, he has been shitty. And when everybody, when we kicked ass, he was average. Like when our whole team kicked ass against the uh, Galaxy, Nelson was average. It was New York, I believe. New York. Yeah, whatever it was, one of those games. But uh, does he belong on the wing? I think he belongs wherever Ben wants him to play. I think he's a, he's a midfielder. I think though. he's got a role to play at the on the wing. It's just not being utilized right. I mean, he's not getting the ball a ton. I mean, I, I I think his position long term is a midfielder, but he, he's as Ben's been saying, he's very versatile. I mean, I could I could even see I could even see him playing on like right back. He I mean, he's kind of like Thor last year, where they're just gonna try to put him anywhere on the field where they could develop him. Yeah, no, I could see that because you know what we should do it start the poll now. Is Brooklyn Reigns a winger? We had this debate with Thor last year. We'll just start. Oh, wait, I can't because I'm locked out of Twitter. For all, the, <laughs> for all the reasons I could have ever been locked out, which, by the way, there never were any real reasons. I've actually been quite PG-13. For all the reasons, this is one is bullshit. I'm not happy about it. My life feels a little emptier. So I lost Twitter. I lost the job I wanted, and I got it on the hook for eleven hundred. It's eleven hundred, is what the it was after insurance. And a, uh, a fun night cost me three grand. Happy birthday to me! Happy birthday! Yeah, but uh, you got anything else, man? Got anything else? Uh, well, let's tell them what we're doing tomorrow. That's right. Go ahead, Joey. Tell them. We are partying. Was it 
Inter Miami Pod- FC podcast. What was it? Inter Miami podcast. Just the Inter Miami podcast. Simple, just like us. Partner with them tomorrow. We're gonna talk about the game, preview it. We'll have that up on Wednesday. You said. I think I might do it on do it on Thursday. Give do it on Thursday. Two games, two days to get to this one. Yeah, so that should be fun. And that gives them Thursday, Friday, and on the way to P to what the fuck's it called? Shell Energy. To listen to the the, the hour long podcast with me and joey because as joey will tell you longer is better longer is always better it is it really is people that say it doesn't matter it does we're not just we're not talking about podcast length anymore in case you're slow yeah never mind joey did you call us slow did you say who's slow you and i are we slow what did you call us Uh, we might be slow i think so I think so. Definitely be slow. I could see it. But you know what? We're not. We're not racist. Nope. That's the Red Bulls. That would be the Red Bulls. They they beat us on that one. And New Jersey hates Belgium. So, uh, Joey, thanks, man. Yeah, hey, you're welcome. It's a pleasure as always. And I will be talking to you. Oh, I'll be sharing you tomorrow. <laughs> but, uh, all right, man. I'll talk to you later. Oh, peace out, man. And as always, fuck this day. I went to say go Dynamo. And I hit stop recording. This birthday can fuck all the way off. But until next time, go Dynamo. He's got Ferreira at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get a second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's familiar with failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool ass people.